Welcome back to the Wise Divine Woman and the Wise Divine Woman Sisterhood, where I'm introducing you to incredible wise women from all over the world, just how it impacts your health as a woman with maturing hormones, changing hormones, or just kind of looking for that root of this illness or root of disease. And I uh, came across Heather in our little podcast um, so this is Heather, the hygienist, and she really speaks into how the teeth play a huge role in your overall health, and it's usually the missing link. So you hear me often talk about this with thermography. You hear me often talk about it with breast cancer and also cardiovascular disease. So it's wonderful. And she has some great hints today, perhaps some little secret little things you can do. And I'm just so thrilled to have her on board today. And so welcome, Heather, to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Dana. I really appreciate it. My pleasure. So how did you get started in dental hygiene? And then how did you move into that holistic sort of approach? Oh, okay. That is a question, right? Um, so after high school, I thought I wanted to be a teacher. And so I started taking college courses um, geared towards education. And then honestly, it occurred to me one day that I never did ask God what he wanted me to do with my life. So I seriously started to pray and ask him, okay, you know, what do you want me to do? Mm -hmm. And through a series of divine appointments, dental hygienists came up. So to be honest with you, I started to cry because the thought of saliva totally made me want to throw up. And I thought there is no way I'm hearing from God. Mm -hmm. um, so in order for me to become a dental hygienist, I had to have certain classes, but I had already registered for my classes that summer. I'd already wrote the check, already paid for it. It was very late in the game. So I thought, well, you know, I'll, I'll head on down to the registrar's office. If this is a God thing, somehow it's going to work out. Right. So I go to the at registrar's office and I'm standing in line because in order for me to take dental hygiene, I, I needed um, a certain class. It was an anatomy class and it was full on all three campuses. So I, I'm in line. There's three people ahead of me and you know, it's a small office. You can kind of hear what they're saying. So the first person goes and they needed to get into that same anatomy uh, class that I needed to get into. And the lady said, I'm, I'm sorry, it's full on all three campuses. Second person, what class do you think they needed? That same class. Third person, you think God's making a point here? Needed that same class. So I'm the fourth person. I go up and I'm like kind of laughing like this is so ridiculous. Um, I need to get into this anatomy and physiology class. I, I know I've already paid for these other classes, but you know, is there any way that I can that I can get in? And she goes, well, you, you probably heard me tell those other people that it's full in all three campuses. Just then the phone rings. <laughs> Right then and there, somebody dropped out of that anatomy and physiology class. And she looked at me and she goes, well, since you're standing here, do you want to take it? Oh, so no. Dropped. And then not only that, Dana, but there was no record of me ever registering for those other classes. And that check never cleared. No. So that was God's divine hand on, okay, I am calling you to be a dental hygienist. So, you know, from that point on, I just, I knew where I was supposed to be. Mm -hmm. And then I got pregnant. Um, after my husband and I got married in 2001, we got pregnant. I'm thinking boy, he's thinking girl, I'm sick as a dog and, you know, gaining weight very rapidly. So I, this is my first pregnancy. I had no idea what was going on. And at 18 weeks, <laughs> this sonogram lady, she goes, 
oh, look at this, baby A, baby B, baby C. Oh, I'm just kidding. There's only two in there. <laughs> so, <laughs> but at that, you had no idea. I, this was an unplanned pregnancy, got pregnant on two different types of birth control. So unplanned pregnancy, surprise, it's twins. So that was quite a shocker. So um, while I was on bed rest, I had to be on bed rest for 12 weeks because I started to go into labor at 21 mm -hmm. weeks. I started doing a lot of research on things and um, I had had three patients of mine that had autistic children and they all looked me in the eye and told me to do my research on vaccines. So being that I was on bed rest and bored to tears, that's exactly what I did. So I started looking into the ingredients and everything in them. And I just was like really convicted in my spirit that, you know, I felt like God was telling me this for a reason. Yeah. The girls were born premature at 33 weeks. And one of my twins, Olivia, she had a lot of health problems. So, you know, we did not choose to vaccinate, um, but she was allergic to like 25 different foods. So I really had to learn how to read a label. And when I started reading labels, I would go to like the MSDS sheet on certain ingredients. And I was mortified that there was like petroleum products in our food and um, hormone disruptors. And I'm like, what the heck? But it wasn't until 2010 that I actually started looking at the ingredients in oral care products. All of these years, I was a promoter of fluoride and, you know, cause you're taught in hygiene school. You are seriously taught that anyone that does not believe in fluoride is the conspiracy theorist. That's what I was taught. So yeah. I'm thinking that promoting fluoride is good for my patients. I'm, you know, really an advocate for it. But then in 2010, I thought, well, let me start looking at what's in Listerine and all this other stuff. And I was like, oh my gosh, for 10 years, I've been promoting this stuff. And when you go and you do your own research and use your own mind, how can reading a label be a conspiracy mm -hmm. theorist, because that's all I'm doing. I'm reading the label. The label has a poison label on it. It's yeah. marked as poison. So please tell me how now I'm considered a conspiracy theorist because I don't want poison in my body. It's I don't want it on my skin, nothing. Yeah, it, it's interesting how it's a gr such a gray area for them to put these products into these. Do when you know you why? Know, well, do you know why? No, why? Why? Because it's categorized as a um, cosmetic. So you are allowed to put all kinds of stuff in a cosmetic product. That is why. So, but you have to understand that underneath your tongue is the most vascular part of your whole body. Whatever you're thinking there is getting absorbed into your bloodstream, but it's really tragic that all of your oral care products are considered to be cosmetics. So that's why they're allowed to put mm -hmm. things like CPC, which is acetylperidium chloride found in pesticide, why they're allowed to put fluoride in there, which is also um, labeled as a hazardous waste material. It's got an EPA warning on there. I mean, it's, it's a neurotoxin. Yeah. It's, it's a neurotoxin. It's a labeled drug. Yeah. 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 And, and, and all you have to do is really open up PubMed and, and just any medical research yeah, and understand the correlations with fluoride and the thyroid. And then we wonder why, exactly. I don't know, why do we have so much thyroid issues in the world? Yes, the root cause. 
Yeah. yeah. I, I actually teach a seminar on the root cause of autoimmune disease, um, oh, stemming beautiful. from uh, mercury fillings, because that's what they are is mercury from fluoride and from root canals. Um, because beautiful. again, there's this disassociation between our teeth and the rest of our body. There's not a magic fence that stops mm -hmm. what's going into your mouth from affecting the rest of you. So if you've got disease in your mouth, you have systemic disease. You can eat as clean as you want. You can exercise. But if you have decay, which is the dental disease, if you have gum disease, that's a disease, you're not healthy. So we have to stop this disassociation between our teeth being living organs and the rest of our body. Beautiful. We'll so, have to make sure we add that link for your seminar or for your course yeah. to understand for that. Because even with thermography so I do uh, advising for a girlfriend of mine out of New Jersey so I'm always looking for valuable resources for women and men to understand how important dental health is right right and like you know or I know maybe people don't know there's such a correlation with that now with as you said with autoimmune but even with cardiovascular disease they sure their dentist talks about it but they really don't put the pictures together and this ongoing research and correlation with breast cancer. So it's, it's, you know, it really saddens me because I feel like mainstream dentistry is so far behind the eight ball when it comes to that link between, you know, mm -hmm. this compartment of your mouth versus the rest of your body. Um, and, you know, what I forgot to mention too, was really started me uh, in 2010, looking into the oral care stuff is my husband had this lymph gland that was like blowing up on him on this right side. And I'm like, what is going on? You know, I mean, it would just like blow up huge. And then I remembered he had a root canal on number 30, which is on the right side. Mm -hmm. And you know how the Holy spirit works. Like you just kind of like have a feeling like you need to look into this. I started yeah. looking into root canals and I was like, oh my gosh, I did not know as a dental hygienist that you cannot remove 100% of the bacteria. Right. Only 44% top gets removed. And do you know how they remove it? They use bleach. They shoot bleach into that tooth. Okay. That is how they do a, a root canal. So I just knew that this root canal tooth was causing my husband problems. So mm -hmm. I made an appointment with a um, biological dentist in Clearwater. And do you know that when they opened that up, it looked like black oil, like down in the socket. No, it did not show up on a, a 2D image, an x-ray. But right. when they opened it up, it was so infected in there. They sent him to get an IV right away to clean it out. And his glands never blew up again after that. I mean, yes. so think about that. Dr. Joseph Isles, he was, um, I think back in the eighties, he was a major doctor. I believe he was out of Germany that worked with women who had breast cancer. He would not work with them if they had root canal teeth. He yeah. made them get them extracted. Get them extracted. That tells you something. Yeah, it's huge. It's huge. And it's amazing. And that's, you know, the amazing research with that, even with ozone therapy, mm -hmm. um, to to help combat the bacteria with even within the mouth. But then it's so hard even to find someone who will do ozone therapy. And you think about it, it's just such a simple thing. And it's just, sometimes it's just like you just shake your head. And, mm -hmm. and dentists are only taught what they're taught. And exactly. it's the sort of medical doctors. And I remind people of this often. They do an amazing job. They stay inside their box and they do a great job for what they do. And they really have to be bold 
like yourself, bold to step out of that box and then maybe suffer the consequences of doing so. But it yeah. does take that bold leap to really open up that box to understand uh, more of a holistic point of view and uh, and then being able to change your practice. But it really does take um, a, a bold <laughs> leap of faith in in going there, to be honest. Even as a dental hygienist, it's a bold leap of faith, right? It has Which, been so hard. Yeah, it, it really is challenging. Um, and I do not work for a biological dentist because there just aren't any around me. You know, I, I do the best that I can with educating my patients and staying within the realm of, you know, obviously I don't want to get fired um, yeah. and try and educate my patient as much as possible. Um, I wrote a book, Dentistry for Dummies. I try to advocate for the patient as much as possible because unfortunately I see bad dentistry all the time and people don't know that they have bad dentistry. So mm -hmm. I try and teach them what good versus bad dentistry looks like, you know, and understanding the difference between, well, I just want a regular cleaning. Well, if you've got disease in your mouth, I can't give you a healthy cleaning because you're not healthy. So getting them to understand the difference between, you know, um, healthy, a healthy mouth versus gingivitis versus periodontal disease. It's really challenging because I just feel like it's so, um, disconnected, you know, and actually in my practice, what we do do is called a Hain test. And I'm so glad we do it because it does show people, we do a bacteria culture in the mouth. So we sample five areas. And we are looking for 11 of the microbes that cause periodontal disease. It's the root cause of what's causing it bacterially. Now, um, because, do, do a lot of uh, dental hygienists do that now? Yeah. Do I actually offer it myself on my website. I'm a personal provider for this service. Oh. So they, they can book through me. I'm a dental consultant. They can book my time. We can do this test for them. We can find out the root cause of what's going on. And they on don't actually, that. you don't actually need to see you. No, we can, can do it online. Do an online yeah, we can do an online consult um, where I have patients send me their x-rays and, you know, tell me what's going on. So, I mean, I'm not going to diagnose. I'm just going to obviously look at. And, no, you're looking and yeah. understanding and you're reading yeah. what the results yes. are. And I'm then, advocating for them. Yeah, like a concierge, a dental yeah. concierge. There you which go. I love, which I love because it's so important. People, let alone, don't even understand the dental work right or, or I mean yeah. understand x-rays in that aspect right. to even just say wow you and I'm sure once you're educated on x-rays and understanding that you can actually see deviations and things where most dentists right. would just be like you're good to go awesome. well and also I teach you as the patient in my book dentistry for dummies I show you what to oh. look for so that's why I want people it's, it's $20 for the handbook, but my goodness, I'm showing you like, before you get that permanent crown cemented on, ask to see the x-ray, because if it's not seated properly and you get that cemented on permanently and you've got an open margin, guess what? You're going to have a serious problem. So yeah. I try and show people, look, this is what it should look like. This is bad. This is good. And teach them codes and, and words that, that they can use because being in the dental chair, I feel like for so many people is a very invading thing. A lot mm -hmm. of people have had, especially women, sexual abuse mm -hmm. and this intimacy of having someone invade your private space can be very traumatizing for a lot of people, mainly women. 
Um, so I try and show them, here's some things that you can do, you know, bring an advocate partner with you if you need, listen to, to music, um, don't be afraid to speak out for yourself and let them know you're not comfortable. Um, so, you know, I just, I really try and teach people how to be their own advocate. So good. So, so, so good. And it's so important because you know, that can always be the missing link. But yes, there is so much trauma behind it. And yeah. even childhood trauma stems from that dental appointment oh, and, uh, and so much of that. And it's just incredible that you innately speak into that, right? I just love that. I love yeah, that. I, I but you're mean, doing the testing because I don't know how many women, like when we're talking, and even so when you're doing repeat aspects, or you're looking for root of inflammation, root of bacteria, when we can see and they know. Um, but having that testing available, that is amazing. And I can't wait to, to spread that. It's, it's really huge. And um, I feel like we as hygienists get to see so much more of a bigger picture than say a medical doctor, because the first signs of inflammation are always in the mouth. And inflammation is pretty much the root of all disease. Yeah. So, and, and, you know, with women, like I was saying earlier, we do have hormone issues too. I do notice like as women approach the, um, perimenopause and menopause, um, stages of their life, their saliva may change. Mm -hmm. Um, so there are certain things that you do want to do really be mindful of before you hit menopause, because we yeah. only have till we hit menopause to be building our bone. And as women, we tend to lose bone and guess where we tend to lose it. A lot of it in our jaw. So, so many women actually have more periodontal disease than even men do. And we need to be building our bone when we're young so that when we hit menopause, mm -hmm. we have good bone density. And then there's of course the bacteria issue that you need to be addressing. And that is proper home care. Mm -hmm. And one of my pet peeves is um, there's a lot of information out there written by people that are not in the dental field. Mm -hmm. And it just, it upsets me to hear them say, oh, well, let me teach you what you need to do to never see the dentist. That is horrible, horrible, no. horrible advice. I mean, we are part of our saliva We're is bacteria. Okay. So 365 days a year, your teeth are pooping. Okay. Your teeth excrete material. That's why you've got the bad taste and bad odor in your mouth. When you wake up from that cleansing, your, your teeth or organs are cleansing as, as you go. As you yeah. I, I, they are connected to your lymphatic system. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, we've got 365 days in a year. So you're telling me never go to the dentist and get your teeth clean. You're, you're somehow magically through botanicals and, um, you know, this whatever system that you're never going to go see a dentist. That is the worst advice. Mm -hmm. The best advice is prevention is key. If you just go four days out of that 365 years, because most people, especially as we age, need to get our teeth cleaned more frequently. Um, so four days, that's all we're asking for out of that 365 days mm -hmm. in a year mm -hmm. to keep the mouth healthy, to keep it clean, evaluate what's going on. You don't want to yeah. wait till you feel something because you're never going to feel a cavity when it's in the enamel. Enamel has no feeling. Yeah. You're only going to feel it when it gets into the nerve of the tooth, you're going to get an abscess. And now you're faced with root canal, which I would never recommend extraction. So you have yeah. a missing tooth when you could have caught it so much sooner, you know, so much so sooner. I, 
Yeah, yeah. Well, prevention is key, really. It is. It is. And 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 when you're when um, you're talking your change in hormones, you're talking about like sort of that drop in estrogens, and that yeah. that starts in your 30s and 40s. You're yeah. already having bad periods, and this is like. You know, I, I really, as much as I'm wanting to educate women of our of my age, um, educate them about the oncoming effects of menopause, the oncoming effects of dropping hormones. It's like, no, you had bad periods when you were trying to get pregnant. That's only going to get worse. It just so this change in estrogen, this change in these hormones, these fluctuations and drops causes this. Uh, constitutional change in the mouth right mm -hmm. so we know that there's vaginal dryness right uh, you're going to get eye dryness and you're also going to have mouth dryness everything is connected <laughs> and they don't put the pieces together and they don't mention it to their dentist or they don't mention it to their doctors until it's too late right yeah it'd be nice if the doctors would say hey these might be the things you're going to experience these are the things you can do but again it's like learning how to eat phyto and uh, phytoestrogenic foods right the mm -hmm. amount of omega-3s you're supposed to be having the importance of good fats and it's reteaching a whole like the not so much baby boomers but younger than baby boomers this whole mentality of yeah you need to eat fat not for now but for later to keep your eyes lubricated to keep your mouth lubricated okay. to keep your vagina lubricated so it's just like I don't know. It's sometimes just like, really, you didn't know that? <laughs> if you didn't, I'm like, I, it's unfortunate because sometimes I feel a little heartless. I'm like, of, of course it is. I know. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Well, you know, just the other day I saw someone that hadn't been to the dentist in 20 years and, oh my gosh, you know, it's just, you wait that long, you're going to have serious problems, you know? So I just, it bothers me that I read information out there, you know, trying to teach people, oh, how you can be your own dentist and all this. No, you can't. Um, I'm a dental hygienist. I'm a biological dental hygienist. I believe me, I, I know, you know, the importance of eating clean and I do all that. And I still build tartar people. I still got to get my teeth cleaned. Um, so I can't imagine if I you know, was like just abiding by these, um, do these eight things and you'll never need to see a dentist. That, that is ludicrous. No, and it's I important. It's, it's the same as when you're talking with people, even as a nutritionist, right? It's, it's talking to them and like, okay, so when's the last time you've had blood work and how is that yeah. going? Oh, I hate going to the doctor. I don't want to see him at all. I'm like, you need mm. that. You need to understand the general markers of your body to Absolutely. look at your health for longevity. You don't want to be surprised by something when your blood work 10 years ago already showed your inflammatory work. Yeah. I actually went and got a, a breast thermogram in May because I wanted to have a baseline. Um, so I'm going to go again because I want to just keep going and, and making yeah. sure that, you know, we, where we're at because um, I don't want to. Did you just do the breast or did you do the upper body so you could get your dental? I, it was just pretty much the breast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that was my main concern because I've had, I've had some issues in the past with this yeah. and everything like that, but I'm definitely a believer in thermography, but it's funny, uh, talking to, uh, an ultrasound technician, they totally poo poo that. I mean, they don't put any, um, credence in thermography at all, which, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's the same thing for so many holistic things. I mean, if you speak out against the narrative, 
you know, you're going to be just <laughs> ostracized at some level. Um, but two, with the dry mouth, and my concern is with all this mask wearing is the mask mouth issue that we're seeing because dry mouth is the number one cause of decay, really. Um, and then when you put a mask on top of it, you're breathing in all that recycled air. So now you're totally disrupting your oral microbiome, which is creating more of a shift to the bad bugs. So mm -hmm. we're seeing bacterial infections in the mouth like never before, all because of mask wearing. Um, so keeping the mouth hydrated, keeping your body hydrated is so important. Um, taking in deep breaths, because when you wear a mask, you're taking in more of a shallow breath through your nose, your mouth, and your chest, as opposed yeah. to your diaphragm. So you have to be more conscious of, of just even deep breathing and changing yeah. your mask frequently and um, just really staying hydrated is so important. Yeah, it's, so, it's, it's incredible to see that aspect of, of even the lymphatic, thermally, the lymphatic drainage that you see down the sides of the neck with the increased amount of masks. So it's okay. always uh, constantly reminding them to set your alarm, set your clock, mm -hmm. set your, for a 10 o'clock breath break and a two o'clock breath break so that you take your mask off. You actually take five to, to 10 deep breaths because, mm -hmm. I mean, yes, we know that our skin is our largest detoxification organ, but I'd have to argue that fact in that I do believe the breath is actually more detoxifying because mm -hmm. you're actually drawing out all the toxins from the body, from the lungs, when we know that there's such a large exchange of blood in the, in the, in the different uh, lung, lung tissues. Now, with recycling the air, it's, yeah, I, it's, oh, it's going to be interesting to see down the road the level of yeah. periodontal disease and the level of lung issues that we're going to see next time. year or the following. Yeah. What I do is I keep my, uh, my breast spray right by me as I'm working. Like I try and spray my mouth in between my patients because it's colloidal silver, peppermint, and, and basically menthol. And that make sure salivary flow continue um, because I'm in a mask all day long. So I keep my breast spray handy. Um, but that, that is also something that you can do. You can also chew like a xylitol based gum, something yep. that's keeping your mouth more moist and hydrated. Um, because otherwise you definitely, you know, not only can get decay, but you get the bacterial infection as well. And so that is why I do screen for it. And like I said, it's on my website. You can book with me. Um, I try and have a wealth of knowledge through my YouTube videos, through my books, through, um, even just in my product description, because I really, really want people to be educated about, you know, even though something might say natural, read the ingredients. Um, your natural toothpaste, a lot of it contains glycerin, which many people don't know what glycerin does. It coats your teeth. So it prevents your natural remineralization process because wow. every time you eat, your body is naturally going through a, a demineralization, remineralization period. That's why you don't want to brush your teeth for 30 minutes after you eat because you don't want to disrupt that natural process. But if you're coating your teeth with glycerin, you're you're preventing that from happening. And then bentonite clay, yeah, that's a great detoxifier when you take it internally or use it as a mask, but you never want to put that on your teeth. 
I mean, this is terrible, people. There's absolutely no long-term studies on what it does your teeth. And you want to talk about abrasion, when, how it's making people's gums recede and making their teeth sensitive. You don't want to use bentonite clay. So I don't use any of that stuff in my products, you know? Well, and, and it should, you need to be careful even with using the bentonite clay um, you, because you are you may be drawing out too much mineral. Yes, drawing exactly. Drawing out too much moisture right. from even the cellular level. So it's a really yes. fine balance to things and uh, to be monitored and making sure that you're actually doing that portion. And I can't tell people enough how important it is for minerals. So not only just for breast health, for thyroid health, but how many minerals it takes to build your teeth, mm -hmm. right? And I find that, you know, even with, uh, with stress, we, I know that, well, I think the way, you know, you have high stress and then you're looking at old age with the amount of osteoporosis. And I do believe that there's a great correlation with osteoporosis and stress because mm -hmm. I think it sucks the life out of you. Yeah. And literally it's sucking the minerals out of you. And I, we already are mineral deficient anyways. And I just love that. It's so important, sorry, so important, um, not only for bone health, for hormone health, for thyroid health and, and muscle relaxing mental health. Minerals are so important for, for everything, including the teeth. It is. So, and actually my new line, I use trace minerals, um, because beautiful. I wanted, you know, you're absorbing that. So, um, because again, your mouth is so vascular. So I did put trace minerals in my remineralization nanohydroxyapatite line, which a lot of people don't know what nanohydroxyapatite is, but it's bioidentical to enamel. So it's superior than fluoride and fluoride is antiquated, let alone toxic, but nanohydroxyapatite, I really believe is the future of dentistry. If they would just catch up, it's been the gold standard in Japan since the eighties. NASA uses it, um, for helping their astronauts deal with the after effects of, you know, lack of gravity. Um, so it's helped to build their bone density back and with their teeth. So that's so, called um, again, nanohydroxyapatite. And that's available on your website. It is. My, uh, my uh, spearmint line has the nanohydroxyapatite in there. And also I'm coming out with my spearmint toothpaste and hopefully within three weeks that will be out as well. But I have a nanohydroxyapatite line and then I have my original line, which contains the raw proton lechlary sap, which um, I don't know. Do you want me to touch on what that is? Um, so it's actually a sap from the Amazon rainforest and it's so amazing because it's, it's a coagulant. So what that means is if you cut yourself and you put the, um, sap on your skin, it's like a liquid bandaid. So it just does so many wonderful things for the mouth. Um, and then of course, colloidal silver, I have CoQ10, which scientifically speaking, if you have gum disease, you're lacking CoQ10 in your body. So I have CoQ10 really? in there. Oh yeah, absolutely. There's quite a bit of research on that as well. Um, in fact, that's what led to my creating a vitamin line because I have my perio-pack vitamins are specifically formulated for people that have gum disease. Mm -hmm. You are lacking. I mean, as you know, if, if you're getting decay, if you're getting disease, there, there is a root cause. So we need to look at the bacteria issue. We need to look at your diet. We need to see what supplements that you're taking, because if your body isn't getting what it needs, it's going to take it from somewhere. Mm -hmm. So your body is naturally trying to heal itself. So in my period vitamins, I got the CoQ10. I've got vitamin D. I have pomegranate 
which is wonderful for um, helping the gums. I got a B complex in there, a probiotic. So there are seven vitamins in this packet that is specifically for people with gum and heart health issues. Um, Cause I got so tired of writing out, <laughs> okay, this is what you're gonna need. You're gonna need this, 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 and, and patients are looking at me like, you're, you're telling me I gotta go take all of this. So I just made it but easy, it's one pack it a day. Yeah, I mean, if we're seeing it in the gum, you know you're deficient elsewhere. Absolutely. Like, it's not just, it's not just, you're not linear. And that's just the, the way it is. Like, we can see it, please address it, because the rest of your body will be deficient in that as well. So I love that. And we know that most people, CoQ10 is huge. Yeah. Um, for that deficiency, minerals, B vitamins. And and so we, we understand that. And I love how you've just like taken the bull by the horn and just said, that's it. I'm doing it. This is it. It's a pack. It's simple. And I love that you have this constant research, this heart for research and understanding so that you can provide the best, newest research and understanding and then products to come alongside of it as well, because that's that's it. Like we know we're supposed to be having more of a natural toothpaste, but natural is a very fun, uh, open word. Yes, exactly. And, and, it, and it never, they never make your teeth feel great anyways. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're, we're told that so many different things and there's, it's just a matter of, okay, how to, how are we to discern this? And I love that you've written the book and you've got YouTube. So it's just like, I'm just like, okay, people, please, please. Go and understand and research. And I love it. And I always tell people to look, you know what? If you come across something different in your research and you disagree with me, I respect you for doing the research to begin with. You don't have to agree with me on every single thing. This is just what I have come to um, believe in my research. So you know what, if if you're researching and and you find different things, I at least respect the fact that you've researched it. But what I can't stand is when someone just says, I can't believe you, you know, don't promote fluoride, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, do you, have you looked at the research on it? Have you actually, can you just like, look at the label here? It it says uh, there's a skull and crossbones on here. So please tell me what it is that I'm doing wrong when I'm just reading a label is, does the same thing apply to a bottle of arsenic? Is that okay? Because you say it is, or mainstream media or American Dental Association were to come out and say arsenic is good for you, but you look at the label and it says poison. I mean, we all have to be our own health advocate and um, being able to understand, look, this is what I'm going to do with my body. It's your body. You should make that decision and nobody should ever come into play when it comes to dictating what you do with your body. It's right. We do have to advocate for ourselves. And, you know, some people are like, that's, you know, I can't do that. And it's like, no, you need to do that because as incredible and amazing as, as your medical doctor is, he's amazing at what his box allows him to do. Your specialists are the same way. They are amazing and incredible people dedicated to looking at and taking after you for this, only this portion. So you do have to watch what you, you need to discuss that with people. You need to take care of your spine, right? And you need to, you, it's so important. You need to go for a massage. You need to have stress management, right? And in all that, you need to have some sort of faith and grounding in, in, in this Mm -hmm. aspect, because if you don't, you'll always feel wavering. So it doesn't, doesn't matter anything if you're not taking care of things in life in that you know, in, in, in your faith or spirit of your mind, 
of your body and taking care of that. And then what you're putting in your mouth is for nutrition, it, it, it's this four pillar, right? You can't get around it. It has to happen that way now because research says so. If it wasn't that way, you wouldn't be able to find the research that you come across. Right. Well, sadly, they're taking the research down. I mean, it, it's just um, it's criminal what they've done to Dr. Joseph Mercola. Um, mm -hmm. It to me, it's a shame that they took down the documentary called Root Cause that was exposing what root canals mm -hmm. really do to your body and the the link of disease, you know, and um, they just don't make it accessible for people you really do have to dig and I don't encourage using Google because you'll never find anything um <laughs> really on Google you you have to use different search engines even mm -hmm. um to do your research and you've got to be diligent about it um like I said when I was pregnant I read every book I could on vaccinations and I read both sides I read what does the CDC say? What, you know, the, uh, the pediatric uh, association. I mean, I wanted to see the science. And then mm -hmm. when you, when you just break down the science, I have a problem with not providing a single safety study on the uh, groupings of, of vaccines that they're giving our children. I mean, right. you will not find a single safety study. I have a problem with that. Um, yes. yep. You know, where's the science behind that? I'm all for science. Yep. So, and you I know, think it's, you know, there is the vaccine was created by a, a, a brilliant, any vaccine, the origination of the vaccine is brilliant. And I think it's amazing. And they've done wonders with certain vaccines. And it's amazing for that. But you don't mishmash them and you don't understand. And now we understand the body's inability to metabolize these things. So if you're not looking at in like your child's case or many children's case, they have a lineage of inabilities to process, right? Mm -hmm. We know that that's just their, what they got there from their grandparents. We understand that. And their deviations in DNA was going to impair their methylation process or their metabolizing abilities to things. So with this onslaught and increase of inability, right, then you, how do you expect everything that will work when it's made for one and you're giving it to all? It's just not going to work. And I really hope and pray that people are just going to go, okay, let's try and break them up a little because there's validity in maybe one or two. But you, if you don't understand your child's health, that you're going to come across issues. That's well, how I feel about it. How the immune system works, though, because yeah. our immune system you can is do. meant to go through our mucous membranes. When mm -hmm. you bypass that route and now you go into the blood, your body attacks itself. So, mm -hmm. you know, like the main ingredient, the main ingredient in vaccines is formaldehyde. Mm -hmm. um, so, when you start looking at different things, I mean, there's so many better ways I feel that they could green the vaccines instead of using like the chemicals that they use. If you ca contacted poison control, they'd be like, what the heck? But that's in vaccines. So why are we putting such toxic chemicals, genetically modified organisms, things that are grown um, on pigs and monkeys? And, you know, it has no business being in there. But again, you follow the money trail and it it always goes back to the almighty dollar the pharmaceutical companies so tell us why the colloidal silver aspect 
which I think is phenomenal. So I, I do need to be careful about talking about it because I don't want to be like flagged. So I will just say, do your yeah. research on, on what it has been used for. Um, and again, it's an all natural alternative. So like most of your oral care products are usually like an alcohol based or some other mm -hmm. chemical, but mm -hmm. alcohol. Okay. Like in your main Listerine, it's 27% um, alcohol. So if you go and you look up the MSBS sheet and you see the ingredients about what alcohol does, it actually can cause throat and mouth cancer according to the MSDS sheet. What you're doing is you're drying out your oral mucosa so much, you're disrupting the natural pH, you're creating a bad environment. So wow. that's just one of the ingredients. Um, and then you've got um, like the- I never the realized it was at a 27%. Yeah, so alcohol one is 27%. So that's extremely drying. Um, and then, you know, what, if you just go and you look up these ingredients, you're like, what the heck? There's dyes that are banned in other countries, but allowed here. Mm -hmm. um, sodium saccharin, you know, that's a known carcinogen that's in it. Um, you know, of course, you could talk about fluoride all day. And then the CPC that's found in pesticide. Um, so you, you've got all of these chemicals that are supposed to, you know, help prevent cavities or help with gum disease. I'm just saying that there is a natural way. And what I love there about colloidal silver is it's completely non-toxic. It is yeah. a natural preservative. It has all of these wonderful qualities that are not going to disrupt your oral mucosa. You're not going to turn blue, people. Okay, for using colloidal silver, it is not a heavy metal. It's a transitional metal. And um, it's just you know, and actually inside of our bodies, we actually have silver and gold and different things. It's part of our makeup. Part of the so, makeup. Um, my silver is so small, it's like nano size. So it does penetrate the, you know, the cells. So it, it will absorb, but it's great. You can use it every single day because it's not gonna harm the good bacteria. It only disrupts the bad bacteria. So you're not going to get that same effect as if you use chlorhexidine gluconate, which is your paradox. You're, that's a hospital grade in a septic and you can only use that for short periods of time because it does kill all the bacteria in your mouth. So guess what? You're going to get candida because mm -hmm. if you disrupt your oral microbiome, you're going to create a fungal infection. So that's why you don't want to be staying on something like that short term. Yeah. Okay. But quite a little silver. Yeah. And then it's about replenishing the gut it's about replenishing the body it's about replenishing the microbiome of the mouth yep. as well, which sure microbiome, microbiome in the gut i mean it's it's all connected all connected all connected i just love this and i know that we can talk forever and i just and and about so many things and i just love and adore your heart and i just appreciate it so your website is it's simply silvermouthwash.com and it is being uh, redone. So my new site should be up within the next couple of days. But yes, it's simply silvermouthwash.com. And is it still the same handle, still the same website, silver? Simply silvermouthwash.com. Yes, it's the same Beautiful. name. It's just going to go to a and different all of the uh, All of the ability to connect with you, book with yes. you, to order the, um, the uh, saliva culture test, which I think is so important. If I can't say that again, it's so important to understand the bacteria in your mouth to combat not only periodontal disease, but a litany of many others. It always starts there. So if you are really troubled with, you know, not having results, 
then this is a great way to look at that. Get the book in your hand, Dentistry for Dummies, and get that in your hand so that you can now, uh, women of our age, then have the ability to share this information on with our children and our grandchildren and our communities around us. Because it's important, right? The, all these great things that we're learning and sharing is so vitally important as we are moving about, uh, you know, gathering more information, bettering our health, bettering our community and helping people with the simplest of things because dental health shouldn't be, you know, poor dental health shouldn't be about uh, poverty or shouldn't be about the inability to get these things. A $20 book has a wealth of information in there. Mm -hmm. And once you've read it, about passing it on to the, your neighbors so that they can also learn as well and then they're not so surprised by some cardiovascular disease or throat cancers which are strangely on the rise as well so it's, well you know too with that bacteria culture we'll actually see if you've got the marker for alzheimer's disease the marker for pancreatic cancer and again it's it's like another time we'll probably have to talk about the correlation of plaque and plaque plaque yeah plaque, plaque and yes. plaque surprise <laughs> Because you and I are like, oh, of course, like uh, to me, and I'm not a dent, and I'm not, and I don't study dentistry. But when I'm listening to what people are saying, and I look and at their images, or I'm listening to their, you know, in a in a health consultation, talking about their issues, right? You get to you get to piece the puzzles together like a beautiful map, and it's like, okay, of course, but it's getting the people to the right people like yourself right it's like being a big concierge I love this so well I so appreciate the fact that you are trying to educate people as well by getting this information out there so the more platforms that we have with people yeah. like yourself that are passionate about health and teaching people I just think we can really um, hopefully have a positive impact yeah I love it our age but our society as a whole I think so I think so and I think we do have to grab our health you know, like a bull by the horn and say, okay, let's be serious about this for a sec. And it's been a tremendous, or a, a, a yeah, a, a tumultuous uh, two years of stress, which we can see in the gums. And yeah. you need to really take care of that um, to help protect your health moving forward. So all this great information will be in our show notes. So in parting, I'm going to ask you, what nugget of wisdom can you share with women? Um, just a, only floss the teeth you want to keep. <laughs> only floss the teeth you want to keep. <laughs> People don't think it's it's important, but move it into the shower. Do something, please, that it's around you. But because women especially have such a problem with it, I love that so much. <laughs> oh my gosh. That is amazing. So I thank you, honestly, Heather, so much for sharing this time. I really look forward to possibly talking further about the different health issues that we see in the mouth, and that'll be down the road, perhaps, and well, talking about any more new products that you have. So all the information will be there. But thank you, honestly, so much. Thank you. Appreciate it.